A sense of impending doom hovers over me like psychosis. Another brief shower patters at the windows. I think of the gentle rain that droppeth in Shakespeare. The body. My long-time acquaintance and sometime friend, Beverly Ralston Willits, twenty-four years old, or perhaps twenty-three, young, anyway, his corpse in a suit of brown serge. He has been done as the others have been done, a slashing stab to the femoral artery in the groin, meaning exsanguination within two or three minutes. A blood pool the size of a bathtub stains the twill of the carpet. The killer mutilates the corpus after death. I position myself so I do not have to directly confront the victim. Close up, death has an arrogant smell. Should I dab some of the gore on my hands? Stain the seas scarlet, impress the detectives? There are a couple of Jeroboams of blood in the human body, six quarts more or less. This I know because in my classes at Harvard, I pursue the study of medicine and practice as an anatomist. I dissect the dead who do not bleed. Could not my anatomical work serve as a reason for the authorities to suspect me of this killing, as well as for me to suspect myself? The prosecutor in court. Gentlemen of the jury, I submit that Hugo Delegate is a habitual plunderer of men. I am alone. I am already dead. Perhaps she will murder me in this exact same manner. If not, I'll almost certainly go away to spend the rest of my life behind bars. The body emits a horrible, gaseous sigh, startling me out of my musings. Cocking my right leg over my left, I sit, waiting for them to come. On my way here through the city, I got caught in a spring shower. I occupy my time watching the rain dry on the leather upper of my boot. Then, later that night, the tombs, south two miles from the murder scene on Center Street in Lower Manhattan. The halls of justice. The majority of mortals rightly fear a trip to the prison. It is such a forbidding brick heap, a cold, ugly, heavy-pillared structure as gloomy as its nickname. Where the city's criminal miscreants, that's me, languish, and where justice languishes as well. Not that I know it intimately, but I have been to the tombs before, too, a couple of times as an observer. The law grinds on night and day, pulverizing its victims to dust while elevating others, attorneys and jurists, to heights of wealth and power. For the tombs is not just a prison, but an all-in-one buttress of justice, with busy courts, jury rooms, clerkdoms, offices for judges and prosecutors, smoky hallways and deal-making alcoves. A palace of diligence, or if you happen to be wearing police bracelets, a hive of evil. The building rests upon the site of a former swamp, and it began sinking into the ground immediately upon being erected. Vapors rise continually from its foundations, resembling the fingers of demons, pulling all occupants, willing or not, toward the stinking pits of Lake Avernus. As I did in the little Gramercy Park study, I wait, having been brought here, yes, in bracelets, I delight to imagine my lawyers, William Howe and Abraham Hummel, two lords of the tombs, hurrying to my prison lair. In the still of the night, at four a.m., the deserted hour, the hour that no one wants. Such are the benefits of wealth. I am the son of Friedrich Delegate, nephew of Sonny Delegate, 
grandson of August delegate, so lawyers hurry through the dark. The surrounding neighborhood represents the foulest that Manhattan has to offer. The streets are deserted of all honest men at this time of night, and the nearby financial district wholly abandoned of its Scrivener ants and predatory beetles. In my mind's eye, I see my attorneys, two figures, one tall and plump, one short and bony, proceed through empty streets. At the portal of the prison, a uniformed officer of the city sleeps at his post. He wakes, alarmed at the creak of the massive brass door. Attorney Howe, sir, Attorney Hummel. A common enough sight, these two, even in the wee hours, but somehow their arrival is forever unsettling. Howe is resplendent in dozens of diamonds, which he wears even to bed. Hummel, all in black like a crow, observing...